Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So this is a bonus episode today, which is basically a clip from my education section going over deloading, including what, like, what a deload is, how to deload, different forms of deload and some more. Uh, so yeah, hope you've enjoyed. If you did, please feel free to like, subscribe, uh, tag me on your story with the podcast if you enjoyed it or just drop me a message and let me know. And uh, if you are interested in online coaching, I'm currently taking on clients. So if you are, feel free to drop me a message on Instagram, uh, which you can find a link for in the description. So hope everyone enjoys and thank you very much for your time. Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the education section. So this video is going to be on deloading following on from fatigue management. Uh, the two will tie into each other. And uh, this will basically explain what a deload is, how to deload and uh, the benefit of one. So first of all, what is a deload? And a deload is basically a period of time where we lower the intensity of our training for a short period of time in order to drop fatigue. Uh, so there's several ways you can deload. So you can take time off the gym completely, so just not go to the gym. You can reduce volume to, let's say, one working set per exercise. So instead of doing, let's say, after your warm-ups, instead of doing two sets on leg press, you do one. Instead of doing two sets on leg extension, you do one. Uh, same with, let's say, a calf raise. Instead of doing three sets, you just do the one. So basically, it's a period where we can just uh, mitigate fatigue by doing less in the gym, basically. And both have their pros and cons, uh, and you should choose which one is appropriate to yourself at the current moment of time. In terms of taking time off the gym, so like I said, it's simply when you step away from the gym completely, which can be done for three or four days, saying that, potentially longer if necessary, or if it's convenient to social events and holidays. For example, let's say you're desperate on a deload, but you know you're going on holiday for a week in Spain and you won't be training. Then you can just push it out another week and then just take the week off as a deload week. Uh, even if you don't need the full seven days, uh, it can still act as, of course, a deload if uh, you are going to be taking those seven days off anyway. And... The benefits of taking time off the gym completely is it allows you to drop fatigue more effectively. Obviously, if you're training, if you're still training hard, although you can drop fatigue, it is going to happen at a slower rate. So it, it might be ideal, let's say, doing a fatigue by just taking time off in some circumstances as a result of that due to the speed you can drop fatigue. And uh, as well as that, with uh, doing uh, or taking time off the gym by just deloading and just being out the gym completely, it can help from a mental standpoint if you're feeling burnt out from training. Because if, let's say, you're still in the gym, still pushing yourself, you might not just be in the mindset to do so. You might just need some time off, let's say, four days completely away from the gym. And uh, it can be a good option if you've got some aches and pains you can't really work around. For, exa for example, if you've got an exercise-induced headache that keeps flaring up when you train, then it might be a good idea to just take time off completely. However, if you've got, let's say, a tweak in your back where anything really hurts, you can't do much, then that's another reason to potentially take time off. And some of the downsides to just taking time off the gym completely and just not going at all is the gym is an enjoyable part of people's day, so some people don't like the fact that they can't go for four days, that sort of thing, and they like the routine aspect. It's a good stress relief and it's a just something they enjoy. Uh, especially when, let's say, there's negative things going on in your life, it's always good going in the gym and then kind of switching off and being able to just train and progress in that form. And you can become unaccustomed to movement patterns with when you take 
time off completely. And what I mean by that is becoming unaccustomed to movement patterns is basically you're you're no longer efficient at them. You're no longer you can no longer carry carry them out effectively because when we perform movement patterns week in week out, we become very skilled at performing it. For example, if you squat twice a week every single week it will become like brushing your teeth it will be super easy however if we put a barbell on our back and squat once a month it's going to feel shaky it's going to feel awkward and it's going to be hard to do consistently uh, so that's another con like we we can't really get efficient at movements or we can't remain efficient at movements and you also might feel like it's harder to train intensely when getting back to training just due to not being used to it from taking time off and uh, flipping the switch back on again after that time off can be a bit difficult. And also another con is increased level of soreness. So you might find you're very sore. Let's say if you're training legs, legs are a body part that typically get sore than others. If you miss a full week of leg training or one of your leg days, then you might find you're really sore going into it or after the following week when you're back to full volume uh, when you do the next leg session. So that's another potential downside. However, going on to taking a devolume week. Taking a devolume week, it's just like a deload by reducing volume, like I said, uh, hence the name. And it typically lasts a week and it's not as efficient and fast as dropping fatigue as a deload week or a deload period. Uh, due to still training during it, we are still accumulating or preventing us from mitigating fatigue as fast a rate due to training during the period. And uh, when when doing so, we also have to take a bit more time off or a bit more time doing a devolume week than we do deloading because deloading, since we're not training completely, we will drop fatigue at a faster rate. Whereas if we are doing a devolume week, we won't f drop fatigue as fast. So we need to do it for a bit of a longer period to enable us to do so. So yeah, when, I, when you do it, I recommend doing back offsets only, which are sets from... 10 to 15 reps usually so obviously your program might be different it depends what body part it is what movement it is because different rep range suit different movements but for the most part doing your back offsets is a typically a good idea and that will allow you to give your joints a break and ensure you're in a simulative rep range for muscle growth and uh, a rep range that is going to be effective and it's a time to have a bit more of a mental break. So when you are doing a devolume week, the goal is to get in and out of the gym, not mess about, not spend hours in there as you usually do. Uh, not rush your session. We don't want to rush your session. We still want to make the most of our sets if we're in the gym and make sure they're progressive. And this is still an opportunity to progress, but we don't want to milk it and spend ages. We want to utilize this period to the best of our ability by dropping fatigue and also by... Uh, giving ourselves a mental break. So the benefits of taking a devolume week in comparison to a deload is it allows you to keep the ball rolling and stay efficient at performing movement patterns. Whereas if we just take time off completely and uh, not carry out movements, then we become a bit inefficient at them and they might not feel great. We might struggle to judge debt for balance or stabilise movements, that sort of thing. It also gives you the ability to carry on progressing while dropping fatigue. So Although you're not doing as much sets, the sets you are doing, you can still uh, progress those sets when you are in the gym. And the benefit of that is, like, the gym's an important thing in people's lives. People like going to the gym. They like the feeling of progressing. And as a result, it can be, like, uh, valuable to do so and still go to the gym and progress your sets. And also, it allows you to keep chipping away at the goal of building muscle. 
or improving your body composition. Uh, and if you're dieting, you could arguably say it will lead to potential better muscle retention just due to stimulating that muscle more and still allowing you to continue to be in a calorie deficit while deloading. Uh, because if you're, let's say, in an aggressive deficit, but we're not training, then we're not going to be supporting muscle retention. And yeah, like I said, it allows you to train and move forward, which is a big part of some individuals' day. So the cons of taking a devolume week, so a week of lower volume, is it can be unenjoyable travelling to the gym, uh, not giving 100% and only doing one set and not leaving it all there. So saying that, due to the effectiveness and value of this period, it is just as important as your other training. So you should highlight the value of it if that's potentially the case, and that could help in terms of having that mindset towards it. Because it's gonna, it's gonna mean you can build momentum into the next week once you've dropped tr fatigue and you can continue to progress. So it is still a very, very important period, but it just might not seem like that, and it might not seem as fun because you're not giving a hundred percent. So that's a potential downside, an enjoyment factor of it, and you might not experience as much of a mental break due to still being in the gym. So maybe it might be more beneficial just taking time off, especially if you don't enjoy a devolume week, uh, because. If you're feeling burnt out mentally as well and you're not enjoying training even more, then it's not going to do you a lot of good because if we enjoy our training, we're probably going to put more effort into our sets and get further in regards to making more progress. And another con is you might be timing, let's say, a deload period during a stressful period of life where you've got a lot of commitments like uh, uni or like, yeah, uni deadlines, that sort of thing, where you need the additional time or when you're going on holiday. And you don't want to maybe like still go to the gym, like if the gym's, let's say, a 20 minute drive away, you don't want to drive for 20 minutes, drive 20 minutes back, get the session in, when that time you could be spent doing university work or if you're on holiday to spend time with loved ones, it could interfere with that. And it also might not give you the chance to let aches and pains heal, which can be a rationale for performing a deload. Uh, and what I mean by that is if, let's say, your knees are giving you bother and you go in, train legs, although you're just doing your higher rep sets, your back off sets, in other words, you might still find that you're, like, it's still painful, like, doing those movements, and it might aggravate your knees and not allow them to recover and get better, because part of taking a deload can be due to having, like, central nervous system fatigue built up, but also just due to your body being a bit battered, which is why I deloaded recently, so that might stop you from being able to let your aches and pains heal. Uh, they'll probably get better, it might allow them to get better just doing, just by doing less sets and battering them a bit less, but still might not do as good a job as just taking time off completely. And uh, in terms of some things to consider when we're dropping fatigue, so keeping caffeine intake low so it puts us in a sympathetic state, uh, not getting too aroused which will lead to accumulating fatigue, and uh, again not taking 50-50 reps or grinders or forced reps or any other high intensity techniques. And uh, the reason being is if we're doing like 50-50 reps, they're extremely fatiguing. And the reason being is not wanting to be in a aroused state is that's a state where we're not dropping fatigue. That's like the state that gets us accumulating fatigue. So as much as it's good to push performance up and progress during a devolume week or deload week uh, due to the benefit of that or the purpose of that is dropping fatigue, we don't want to be doing so. And yeah, always remove caffeine when I'm doing a devolume week just because we build up a tolerance to caffeine so it makes sense to use that period to drop fatigue and also reset your caffeine tolerance because 
Caffeine puts you in a sympathetic state, which is a fight or flight state. Again, the opposite state where we drop fatigue. So if you can limit caffeine intake, lower it, or remove it completely, you're going to probably drop fatigue more effectively, especially because if you do have it later in the day, it can affect your sleep quality. And you don't really need it to the same extent, especially during training, because you're not doing as much sets. Your goal is to get in and out. You're not having a crazy intense session to the same extent. So yeah, we want to be still training hard, still training and getting as much reps as we can, still trying to progress our sets to an extent, but not taking the extremely fatiguing 50-50 reps or 50-50 reps are basically reps where we might not get them and it might be a half rep and we don't want to be, let's say, on a chest press, grinding the rep out for like five seconds and then not finishing it and just ditching the rep. We want to be getting the reps if we can and then ditching the ones that we might not get that are just going to accumulate fatigue. That's just not necessary during this period. And use the additional time to your advantage during this period. If it's time off training or time spent like devo- doing a devolume, use the more time you have in your day to be more organised, to prep your food if you don't already, or do other variables that are going to allow you to have less stress in your day. And uh, sleep as best as you possibly can and use extra time to get more sleep if you have the extra time from doing a devolume or a deload. And uh, have a consistent sleep-wake time and nail the habits that improve your sleep quality. So uh, something else that's beneficial about a deload is when we're deloading, like, we become accustomed to the amount of volume we're doing. We get used to it. It's like a stimulus we're adapted to. So in order to basically reset our tolerance to the amount of volume we're doing in the gym, by doing one working set per exercise or taking time off the gym, we become unaccustomed to that volume, which is why you get sore when you return to full volume or return to the gym after taking time off. And that allows you to basically reset your minimum effective volume. So the minimum amount of sets you need to do to force adaptation and grow. So yeah, quick recap, you can take a, you can deload by taking time off the gym completely or reducing volume. Each has their pros and cons. And you should pick which one is more suitable for yourself at that current moment of time. And things to consider when doing so is just basically having habits in place that put you in a relaxed state and not doing actions that will put you in a sympathetic state or a fight or flight state. And uh, yeah, like I said, it can help in terms of a benefit of deloading besides fatigue is like uh, making sure we get better sleep. We can have stress management techniques in place. We can be sensible of caffeine intake. We can have smart programming so we can stop fatigue from accumulating and uh, we can also like put supplementation in that helps promote being in a relaxed state or sleep quality. And also, like uh, with our programming as well, we we don't think just session to session or like movement to movement. We should think of the program as a whole so we prevent fatigue from accumulating at a ridiculously fast rate so that we can deal more or less often than we need to. And have progressive runs of training where we're performing well and progressing our lifts. So hope the video is valuable to yourself. Any questions, please let me know and hope everyone has a great day.